Father of mine, tell me where have you been? You know I just closed my eyes, my whole world is up Good morning, son. Dad, how are you? I'm doing well, and how about yourself? <laughs> doing, uh, doing great. I, uh, I hear Joanne there. Hello, Joanne. Hi, honey. Joanne's always here alongside of me. Dad, last week when we were uh, doing this show, we talked about um, uh, removing the stump. Yeah. <laughs> and we were, you know, okay, here we go. We're going to do this. And uh, tell everybody how it went, Dad. Well, it really went great. Because, uh, first of all, that stump has been there for 20 years. Maybe more. Maybe more. I thought that was going to be one heck of a project. Right. So did but I. I said the, temp- the temperament of the air and the water and the rain that had fallen on that thing all these years. We actually pulled the stump up by hand. <laughs> yeah, you made uh you made one cut with that saw and it was like uh cutting into yeah, a loaf it, of it bread. It would have taken me forever to cut that with that saw. And it didn't uh, really do anything. And we decided, no, we ain't going to do that. We're going to start digging. Am I right? No, you're 100% right. You kind of just reached in there with your hands and pulled it up. Yeah. <laughs> and then it came out in huge chunks. Dad, uh, and, uh, uh-huh, yep. And, and, and you decided, well, you want to dry it up better and then put it in your campfire. Yeah, it'll take a while to burn because it was like pulling a wet rag out of the ground. Yeah. Now, that, you know, you, you do things methodically. You do things uh, like you study it before you do it, as far as that goes. Even the burning of that wood, you dry it up so carefully and set it aside, and then when it's all dried up after three years, <laughs> you burn it. Now, I would actually throw everything in a fire. Oh, yeah, you can't. And fire, right. The fire that we have over there is so hot that it uh, burn uh, uh, brought off the cactus. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was that again? Hot off the cactus? And it'll burn the cactus. I mean, <laughs> never mind. That's okay. Dad, I, uh, I, I wrote down a, a note there when you were describing it, and you, you said that the uh, uh, what helped get the stump out was, quote, the temperament of the air and the rain. Yes. Well, they all have everything has a temperament. Gotcha. Throughout the years of raining on it, and the sun is heating it up again. Right, and it, it, that every day it's just something is happening to that thing. Okay, I actually have been looking at stump for a long, long time. Yes, and I keep thinking, man, that's going to be one heck of a job trying to pull it out of there. Yeah, Mother Nature did the trick. Hey, my God, I couldn't believe it. And you know what? I almost killed myself once falling, walking over there. My foot caught on it, but I didn't fall well, I balanced myself up uh, and I said God I gotta get this is years ago I gotta get this thing out of there okay but no I kept thinking it was a hard job to do that well it wasn't it was a piece of cake 
Well, that's I'm so happy that we got that out and uh, we took a nice picture. So all good. And just to think of it, you yourself have been here for several years. You never made an attempt to take that out. Several years? Yeah, well, Eric's had the price, uh, what, three or four years? Yeah, three or four years. Uh, you make it sound like 100 years, but okay. No, well, four years is a long, three years is a long time. Right, yeah. right. It, uh, you know. You had it for 40 and you never took it out. I've had it for about 30 years. 30? You had it over that, longer than that. Well, okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, we're paying attention to those things. Hey, you know, I was doing some math, Dad. Um, if, uh, my grandkids, um, reach my age and they're still going up there, um, that will be 100 years, um, wow. since, since, uh, are you kidding? Uh, wow. Yeah. That, uh, that will have been 100 years since, uh, since we started, uh, you know, going up there. Wow. If they are still going up there at that time. Yeah. Started off with uh, just Joanna and I. No, your mother and I. Right, right. Right. All right. Well, Dad, I got a number of questions to get to if you're ready. All right. Okay. And by the way, we really enjoy being out there all together this year. Oh, no, that was fantastic. Except that you had a lot of uh, projects that you had to take care of. So, no, well, that's what I do for fun. You know, while well, you guys, I, I know, you know, I know, that I is did the same thing when I was. Uh, oh yeah, hey, you and I are the same person. That I know. <laughs> we grew together. Absolutely, <laughs> Ivan. Uh, Ivan writes this, Dad. Dear me, Dad, I have a two-year-old daughter who likes to watch a lot of TV. Did you say two years old? Yes. Okay. She watches a lot of TV and plays video games. Um, Two years old? Yes. Uh, she says, um, uh, so he says that, uh, you know, she's uh, she's doing that quite a bit. Now, those uh, sh- TV shows and the games are all educational. And, uh, but do you think we should cut down on the amount of time that she's in front of a screen? Well, I don't know if the screen is uh, that significant as far as that goes, but just uh, watching television at this at this young age, uh, it, it becomes another uh, people that uh, go nuts with uh, doing these games and all that, and don't leave the TV and uh, right. That's what he's afraid think, of. He's I think a- you gotta get the child involved in some other things like. Uh, put a puzzle together maybe or something. I know, two years old, it's an awful young kid. That's a smart kid. Yeah. Uh, watching television. Uh, I really, uh, I think TV sometimes becomes a disease. I mean, I, I remember how I got involved with watching TV and I, I couldn't leave it as an adult. Gotcha. Yeah, I've, you know, you hear about that all the time. The The parents screaming at the kids to, uh, get away from the TV or get away from the video games and go outside, you know, yelling at them. I mean, if that kid is that intelligent to do that, start teaching him how to read. Okay. All right. So, um, you know, I think that a lot of parents, 
They get well, they get a lot of parents get used to having that as almost like a babysitter because the problem is the parent then does gets used to the fact that there's uh, that the kid is not like getting into trouble or doing something that they shouldn't because they're watching a damn TV so they can whatever they can uh, they can do whatever they want with their their time they don't have to engage that's absolutely correct yes, they, I was going to come up with that they don't they're not engaging their children you know you need to engage your children I always uh, 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 whenever I see a mom or a dad in my neighborhood actually out playing with the kids keeping them busy i'm always like now that is, is that's great that i love that like yes, my, my neighbor yes. etta she does that all the time i always say to her i go etta i tell you this every time you're the mom of the year whether you we you know re- whether it rains sleet or snow or it's a nice day you're you're doing something with your kids i think that's huge absolutely that, i mean if that is the makeup of growth of a child, honestly, God, that the child grows up with the intelligence of a parent that is involved in educating the child. Right on. Couldn't agree more. That's right. All right. So, I, uh, I, I, I also uh, wrote down your suggestions. Child needs to build a puzzle. Well, I mean, yeah, do something. It's not an easy thing for a child to do it, to do the puzzle, but if it, you can get them to be interested in that, uh, it, it occupies the brain because the child is thinking how to put the puzzle together, for instance. I don't think that's going to be really happening because the child doesn't know uh, alphabet or doesn't read or doesn't, you know. Right, right. But that grows with them. Okay, Dad, here we go. Moving on, Rob, uh, Rob V writes this. Dear Meathead, a friend of mine is about to... Uh, do a uh, half marathon for charity. His competition is better than he is, but I believe it will be a close race. What can I say to help motivate him? Well, first of all, just the thought of doing what he's doing is a great thing. Motivate him in the fact that he is doing a great thing by doing what he's doing. And the best effort is what you've got, put it to work. Now, you can either win or you don't win it. I don't know. But you, the whole purpose is to participate. Once you start participating, let's say that you did win something and you became very good at that, so that's a blessing. But you got to try. You got to try something that you're kind of sold on doing it and is into your makeup. And uh, do it. Okay. Uh, hey, we don't all win every time or all the time. Yeah. So don't win anything at all. Yeah. But the the key, trying it is what the important the, thing yes, is. Yes, show up and try. Now, what if the other guy is like, uh, uh, he, he's he's uh, being, he's like rubbing the other guy's face in it and he's making fun of him and saying terrible things to him? Walk up to him and say, hey, you know, you're good. That's all. I wrote, I wrote down, quote, the rest or the best effort you got is to put it to work. That's right. Okay. We all have efforts, but we don't use it. Okay, fine. Uh, all right. 
Um, I don't know why she's giggling in here. She's always she's in a great mood. How about this one, Dad? William Shatner, who played Captain Kirk on yes. on Star Trek, he's ninety years old. He, I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, he's going into space today. I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I have, but I have an issue with that. Yeah, what is it, Dad? My issue is the millions of dollars that the man that has the money, all the men, all the people that are going to the space and come back, they don't leave the plane. They go up there and come back down. Am I right? Correct. Okay. That money... What did it? Uh, what did it do? What was the advantage of that? Just because you're out there in a different, different atmosphere. I um I I know what you're saying. The amount of money uh, that it costs to do that. How is that helping the world? That's right. Do you realize how many families you can educate with the money that you spend going up there and down? I think that is a uh, a. Is an amazing point that you just made. You know, I think a lot of this, a lot of people are suggesting that these billionaires who are doing this, this is all about arrogance and ego. That's right. Absolutely. There's nothing to gain by what they're doing. The amount of... Uh, is yeah. in an airplane, you go up there, or whatever, a rocket. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what do you see? Right. There's hardly any air up there either, you know. Yeah, there is. I, I think you're right. There is definitely hardly any air in space. I mean, way up there. Right. And then come down and well, yeah, I, you, went to, I went to the moon. What the hell did you accomplish? Yeah, I, I don't think they're like holding their breath, Dad. I think they're, uh, I think, you know, there's there's oxygen inside of the capsule. Well, I'm sure there is, but um, I mean, that that's not the principle of my conversation. The principle <laughs> is, why do you spend the money to do that, whereas you can stand on your two legs on earth yes. and help the people with that money? Okay. Although they say, although they say they're doing that too, but that's, why stop it? All right. Joshua writes this. Dear Meathead. Uh, actually, it's a question for both of us. You've been wrongfully convicted of murder and sentenced to die. What is your last meal? Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> spaghetti. I don't think I'd even want to be thinking about a meal I, at that time. We are on the same page. I would say I don't want anything to eat. I just, I want hey, I'm going to be dying. I'm going to cry like hell. Right. I don't want to eat. Well, that's a dumb thing to, you know what they that should do? Really is a, yeah, it really is a dumb thing to think about. Yeah, you know, it really is. I can't even, I don't even like to put myself in the position of thinking about uh, somebody, you know, being uh, put to death. I mean, if you, uh, that, that ju just the thought leading up to that would drive me insane. I would have a, a one request, that is, uh, uh, shoot me when I'm asleep. Absolutely, right then and there. Right, when I'm not expecting it, just shoot me right in the head and that's the end of it. Oh, my God. That's an awful thing to think of. Ah, yeah, that's horrible. Uh, wow. Sarah, yes. uh, Sarah writes this. Dearest Ruben, my friend accidentally backed into his wife's car. It didn't cause much damage, but he's not going to tell her. Uh, he's a horrible driver. Should I tell her what he did? No. Well, I don't know. I mean... 
that again. Uh, okay, let uh, me. Your friend ran into. Uh, she writes, my friend accidentally backed into his wife's car. Okay. It, it didn't cause much damage, so he's not going to tell her. Should I tell on him? Of course you should. No. But. Oh, hey. I mean, it's going to have to be repaired. Well, I don't think it is. I think it's uh, just a superficial scratch or two. I don't know. I, I, I think. Stay out of it. Nah. Joanne says that. Joanne, uh, Joanne says you should stay out of yeah, it. Yeah, I think so too. No. Yeah? But no. Yeah, you, you, you really should let that fly out by themselves. <laughs> okay. Really? All right. All right. No, I agree. I agree with that thought. All right. You've kind of like rethought it. Yeah. All right. Uh, SFD, Dean writes, uh, Dear Meathead, what is your favorite flavor of coffee? Please embellish. That's a strange thing you brought up because I actually don't even know why I drink coffee, but I drink it. Uh, I don't care. A coffee taste is. I don't. I didn't even know there were different flavor coffee. I guess. But I guess there is. Uh, it really doesn't matter to me. I drink a cup of coffee. I have for no reason at all. I drink that coffee. It doesn't do anything. I'm not crazy about coffee, but I love coffee every morning. I think it's it's a psychological type of thing. I'm writing that down. It's a psychological, it's a psychological type of thing. Yeah, but I think most of it's a habit that I'm drinking coffee. I'll bet you I can quit coffee on a dime. I wish you would, because I don't drink it. Oh, man. Do you want to keep drinking? I should quit. I've been been drinking coffee since I was like 14. I don't know how long I was was when I drank coffee, but it's uh, it's a habit, I think. I I look forward to it so much. Do you drink drink it black, or do you put anything in it? No, it's just black. Me too. All yeah. right. Uh, how about this one? Uh, this is uh, ripped from the headlines. It's a story that I was just talking about, Dad. You're not going to believe this. Um, near where I live, uh, there was a home that was a scene of a brutal murder 20 years ago. talking about you? Or? Yeah, yeah. In, in near where I live here in, okay. in West Michigan, there was a home where it was a scene of a brutal murder, a triple homicide, some crazy 17-year-old at the time killed his mother and his two sisters and he's in jail for the rest he's in jail for the rest of his life okay well um the person who owns the home now um she for halloween she decorated the home like the crime scene no that's sad it really is. Uh, yeah, I mean, my it, wife, that's disgusting. it it's was horrible. Disgusting. She even went so far as to put the police tape up, the tombstones, and uh, and the crime occurred when the bad guy hit his fan, beat him up with a bat, and she put the bat and leaned the bat against the porch. Uh, no, Eric, just think of this. What did that accomplish, or what would it accomplish? I don't know. I think this something like that. This sick animal is uh, drumming up all these terrible memories for people that were traumatized in the community. Oh Lord, yes. I think that woman should be punished for doing that crap. Yes, yes. I think somebody needs to pour some gas on the front lawn and light it on fire. Well, 
that's, that's another, no, that's another issue. Uh, of, uh, no, nah, do don't do that. that? All no, right, no. all right, don't do that. Then I take that. I just... think I think people should uh, quit associating with her, or yeah, uh, just ignore the hell out of her, mm-hmm. and, or let her know how distasteful that is. Yeah, it is. It's horrible. I think she's aware of it. I think she likes it. To reach his own, this country. This is the one thing that we all have. We can do anything we want to do. If we got caught with a nasty thing, then we get punished. If we didn't get caught, we got away with it. All right, Dad. Uh, let me write that down. Uh, if we got caught... Wait, what was that again? In this country, we get away with a lot of trash. We, I mean, do we do things that just trashy thing and get away with it. And no punishment. I mean... You, you know, I came to a country that you don't do any wrong things. When you do, you pay a price that's unbelievable. Did they have Halloween in in, in Iran? Was Halloween a thing in, in Iran? We have no Halloween there. No? Listen, a murderer or someone that's caused a very, very bad situation gets hung from the city hall for three days the wind takes your body back and forth back and forth <laughs> we used to go and watch that dad uh i wrote and down you don't think that put god's fear in yeah us? i believe it i i i've heard that uh i i wrote down give away a lot of trash and no punishment yeah, in this country, we've got freedom up the goober. Freedom up the, okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> whatever that is. We don't know what goober uh, means. So. T- Dad, final question. Teal writes, dear Meathead, do you have a Bigfoot story? No. Are you aware of who Bigfoot is? Yes. Oh, I just worked in a jungle and I walked around. Yeah. No, you've you've never had any type of uh, experience with Bigfoot. I don't know where that comes oh, from, but he apparently no, I have no experience of no recollection of a Bigfoot. I still hear some of those stories about it. All right, very good. Uh, one more. Um, Michael writes, "Dear Meathead, my buddy wants to be a rap star. He thinks he has what it takes, including a silly name." Do I tell him to follow his dream or should I be honest with him and tell him he has no talent? Please embellish. Well, I don't think you ought to bust his bubble. Let him do what he wants to do. And then if he became a loser, he'll know he's a loser. Eventually he will. But the problem with that is if it spends a lot of money on doing something that he's not going to succeed in, it really is a bad idea. Take that money, go take a young kid that is in need of money for education or growth or something and give it to him. Uh, Two quotes. Don't bust his bubble. And uh, if he's going to... If he's going to become a loser, he'll know he's a loser. Yeah, absolutely. Gotcha. <laughs> suppose suppose something happened and he turned into a super duper man. Well, yeah, then you can, hey, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you can say like, I always supported you. 
hey, if, if someone wants to do something that does not affect any other person's life or mentality or uh, anything of that nature, let them do it. That's how a lot of good things happen. People that had talents got discovered. Very true. Dad, I'm going to leave it right there. Uh, as always, this has been fantastic. And, uh, you know, I'm just glad I was able to spend time with you guys up north. Hey, I really enjoyed it. I'm sorry that we had a short time there. And, of course, you got the issues that you take care of, like uh, clear up the uh, area and all that. Uh, but then again, it was a pleasure having it. For me, that was a security that you were there. Yeah, and you got to see O'Neill and Bruce. I mean, your two uh, favorite. There you go. Yes. There you go. That's right. I really enjoyed you being there. Okay, well, uh, next uh, big adventure is Thanksgiving at Mike's house. Oh, wow, okay. okay so, Sounds like a winner. Yeah, I'll see you in uh, just over a month. Okay, look. Okay, God bless, guys. I love you. God bless you, and uh, stay healthy and say hello to your sweetheart. Will do. Okay, I'll talk to you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Bye, Joanne. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. And the cats in the cradle and the